Hello, it's another wonderful Friday. Thank you for joining us on Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. This week is a special holiday episode. We recount some of our favorite Thanksgivings. Now, what you'll realize when you listen to this podcast is that for Fresco, myself, uh, one of my favorite Thanksgivings was on the outside what would seem like a very depressing time. Uh, It involved a couple family deaths, uh, but what I want people to understand is it's, I'm not laughing at tragedy here. Um, there are some darkly humorous points that I think in retrospect, I think the universe is very funny even in some of those sad times. However, what I want people to understand more than anything is that growing up, I never really fit in with my family, uh, extended family that is. So Thanksgivings and Christmases were always a little weird for Fresco. Uh, I've always been a little, uh, you know, uh, I've been a singer and a dancer in a world of of farmers. Uh, and so uh, what was great about this particular Thanksgiving, although it did orbit around um, the loss of a family member, is that I, I had not seen my family in some time, and it allowed me to come back with a fresh perspective and more self-confidence in who I was as a person. And so because that is so memorable to me and such a wonderful experience because I was able to meet my family at a human level of that which I had not experienced before because of feeling like I did not fit in. And I gained an appreciation for them on a different level because I, even though I knew I, I didn't fit in, I was okay with it. And I learned that that is part of the special flavor that I bring to the sauce of my family. And so it did take... Um, uh, a tragedy to feel that, but I think in the long haul, that is why it is one of my favorite uh, holidays to date. It's a Thanksgiving about three years ago. I lost my dog and grandfather in the same week, uh, and it was tragic, yet when I look in reverse, deeply, deeply humorous on many fronts. A lot of weird things happened uh, because uh, weird things happen when you're dealing with death because it's, it's, it's an inevitability that we all fear yet we don't think about ever. We try not to think about it. That's it. I'm out of time. I hope you had a great holiday. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. The man himself, baby. Fresco, how are we doing, man? You look great. Thank you very much. You're putting my phone on. I don't know why. So. I always fucking start the podcast like that, and this is an audio-only platform. I always forget that. I think they want to know how I look. Uh, yeah. You want to hear a new? Up- you want to hear a new update in the studio? Listen to this. Yeah. What's going on? Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> My mic stand is squeaking. Oh, we got to get you some WD-40. I got to get some grease on there, some turkey grease. Yeah, get some turkey grease after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'll get some leftover turkey grease. Yeah. Can I, should I describe your outfit really quick? I'm taking the glasses off. I was wearing sunglasses inside. Signature sunglasses. Fresco's signature. Fresco's signature. Oh. They're being And they're being made right now for purchase, just in case all of you are wondering. They're currently being manufactured in Taiwan. Taiwan's got great healthcare. Do they? 
Yes, one of the best health best healthcare systems in the world. Wow, that's really interesting. Yep. They do like a like a hybrid model of like the best like other people's healthcare, other countries' healthcare. They just took the best of everybody else's and blended it together like a smoothie. Sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, it's like your music. It's like the best of all genres, all put in to one unique yeah. blend. You know, give it to me. Keep complimenting me, please. <laughs> Any way you can compliment me. You look good. You sound good. And if we were, if we could be within six feet of each other, I'm sure you'd smell good, man. And for that, you're lucky. <laughs> I got a new soap. Doesn't smell great, but I got to use it because I'm poor. Oh, yeah. You're on that poor guy soap grind. Yeah, a bar of it. A bar of soap. Yeah, I was at a point where I would have to go to the the college I went to way, you know, way years, far away from where we are now. Years ago. Um, yeah. Years Galaxy, and years ago. Galaxy far, far um, away. They had a what they had a a food market thing where if you couldn't afford food, it was really supposed to be for like the foreign exchange students. But I got to a few points where I could not afford food for I the week. I think it was definitely for people like you. I think it's definitely for people. Like it, you it, too. Yeah, it was for imbeciles who couldn't figure out. No, 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 no. Life is hard. Yeah, it's okay it was, to get help. It's it was a food market for people who had dreams. And we're still working on work ethic. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think it was. Yeah, yeah. working on work ethic market. Working on work ethic. Um, Did they have soap and there? They had fucking shampoo. And was it free? Shaving. It was free. A, a full bottle of shampoo. So I what really brand? Suave. Three nice. in one. It's three yeah. in one. Yeah. Is that one full bottle or three small bottles though, you know? <laughs> it was one big old bottle that would last me a long ass time and actually back then that was amazing because you know shampoo is just one of those things you don't really think about you try to get your budget for groceries or whatever well i mean i like, think i go through a bottle of shampoo maybe twice a year that's the thing you don't think about it and then when it does happen and then like like okay so i'd be br- i'd run out of money and then i didn't have shampoo and i wouldn't have shampoo for a while but i could make you know i could get by using some of my roommates or whatever but then you run out of shaving yeah. cream you need a new razor you need yep. like you don't think about those personal hygiene pro- a deodorant is a motherfucker dude oh yep. my god garbage bags <laughs> garbage bags. like that, that kind of dude like kitchen yeah. garbage bags toilet paper yeah. usually lasts me a pretty long time toilet i don't really have paper. an issue with that i was just thinking about I've, it today i i got a new roll and i'm like damn i still got four rolls left in this thing and i don't even remember, remember when i bought this Oh man, that's awesome. I've always, I've got a history of gastrointestinal issues. And so I go nice. through toilet paper, like, like, I can't even tell you, but I did have to use a um, piece of paper towel as toilet paper yesterday because we were so low. Oh, like bro. rough, rough. You know that's uh, bad for the hashtag pipes, dude. I know, dude. The Your old pi- the pipes. pipe health, your pipe health is, is very, is in the red right now. It is in the red, man, and it's always been in the red. You know what? We talked know. about bathrooms and plumbing last week, too. We need, oh, I hate this thing. We, we need, need to stay away from bread and toilets. <laughs> we need to stay away from bread and toilet stuff, yes. I thought it could be fun this week to talk about Thanksgiving things. 
That sounds marvelous. I know we're recording this before Thanksgiving. Uh, it'll come out the day after Thanksgiving, right? Fantastic. Yes, um, that's the I've plan. Had some, I've had some interesting Thanksgivings. It's always been one of my favorite holidays. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, recent I like memory. Halloween. Recent. It's your favorite? Sorry. I, yeah, Halloween's my favorite, but I, I digress. You know, go on. Why is Halloween your No, no, no. We got to get to. Halloween's a bullshit favorite holiday. It's not a real I'll holiday. A, I'll make this quick, man. I feel like Halloween's got the most authentic origins because, you know, Santa's not real. The fucking story about the pilgrims and the Native Americans, that shit's not real. Yeah, but uh, fun I, place to put on as a child. Uh, I was Squanto. Yeah. Imagine me, but, Squanto. But, okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll go into that in a minute. I can't wait to get into that. <laughs> oh. It was, here's, here's the question. Was the Thanksgiving slash Christmas concert, we got a little piece of that last week with the Christmas yeah, concert. the Christmas concert, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe I can see, like, but... But were those plays as fun as going trick-or-treating and dressing up like anyone? They're, the possibilities, man, are endless. You know, they're not handing out stuffing on Halloween, though. Okay. That is one argument I will accept. And also, a you, great can't, argument. you can't give ladles of gravy out either. And, okay, the one reason why I'll still say I like Halloween better is because Thanksgiving, we would always have to dress up. I'd always have to put on mm, I hate fucking like a button-up shirt or sweater a sweater. Or like an itchy sweater. Gross. Yes. And my grandparents' house was always very warm, and so I was yep. always very warm. Everyone, and, and as a kid, I mean, I was at the kids' table. Yep. Fuck all that, I man. Was 18, so I wasn't very well-liked, honestly. So, like, they did. They started this thing where the... Uh, so, like, there's a gap in my family with age where... The closest cousin oldest to me that isn't a sibling is like eight years older than me. And the closest cousin who isn't a sibling closest to me younger than me is like eight years younger. So like there's like oh, a, there's fuck, two man. halves of grandkids that I just like sit right in the middle of. Um, so I've always been kind of a black. Sh- I've been middle child, middle child. Sure. For You're sure. middle my child of the and like whole in my extended family as well. That's fucked, man. That sucks. So they did this thing where like this when the little kids were born and they were like four or five to keep them busy they did this thing where they would have them color in custom placemats for people oh boy and they would tell they would put them where they wanted people to sit so classic parenting what happened move. was me my uncle jeff and my brother <laughs> always got put at the kids table because we were like the least liked Oh no! <laughs> so like the little kids got to sit next to grandma and grandpa. It was very methodical, and so I never got the opportunity to even you know argue myself out of the kids' table. I just got used right. to the card table, right? With the uh, Sam's Club root beer, you know, it's oh. all the good stuff that comes with Thanksgiving. Yeah, going around the table saying what you're thankful for is gross. I think if it's on the spot. If you Girls don't say 20. family, you're going to get punched in the out back after dinner, you know? It's like a comp in my family, it's like a mini competition to see who can say the most normal thing. Well, I was like I was like I was always thankful for my friends and music and everyone else was like I'm thankful that God lets the sun come up on the crops every day. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. It's you know, like, like it was just like who yeah. can be the most wholesome with their like who that, who exactly. Yeah, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, exactly. It's it's who who can say the most 
normal slash wholesome thing, and then it almost gets a bit competitive. Yeah, and like, exa- I was always like, and you can't unthinkable. be materialistic, and you can't like, right. you can't like things. Yeah, you're like I'd be nothing without my family. I'm yeah. thankful we're all here in this moment. Yes, yes. Oh my god. Oh, so awful, dude. Oh, uh, it always would make me cringe. One time I broke my cousin's shoe at Thanksgiving. This is an early memory. She had these slippers that had these fake jewels on them, and I was playing with it, and I broke the jewel off. Oh, shit. Unbeknownst to her, I was laying on the floor while everyone else was uh, participating in something without me, and I I was playing with it, and it fell off, so I just put it back precariously. So like, And then she got up, started walking, and she kicked the jewel across the room. And then started crying because her shoe broke. And I'm like, ha ha, I did this, but no one knows. Oh, my God. And they were, like, consoling her. And she's like, I've got no idea. And they're like, sweetie, you got to stop putting your shoes on so aggressively. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was her new slip, (laughs) her new new ruby shoes. And they were dope. I I get it. Amanda was right. And then she wasn't my cousin anymore because my uncle got divorced. Oh fuck! Did your uncle or did he, yeah? Did my uncle's been married custody? four times. My uncle's been married four oh. times, so that was a stepkid. But okay. I will say she was the so that Amanda is the exception to the rule of like age, and we were the same age, so we palled oh, around yeah. a lot. And then I lost the one that was next to me in a divorce. Dude, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. You know, Amanda's out there. She she's doing drugs somewhere. I know. Okay. She is. Yeah, she grew Hopefully up in she's... Uh, Chicago. So, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I hope her shoes are staying put together at least. Well, as long out. as I'm not there, I bet they're staying. Yeah, they're staying yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah. I got, she's I got curious fingertips. Then one, one year we watched the football game, and Big Sean came on to perform. I remember all my white uncles trying to figure out who it was, <laughs> and it was awesome. Like they were just eating turkey. They're like, now, "Who's this young man?" Who the Who's hell this young? Is that? He was in Detroit and he's like, I'm Big Sean. And they're like, why is he yelling so much? I don't understand. It's it was so funny. Oh my god. It was so yeah, good. Yeah, Big man. Sean isn't he's not quite as big as some of those other guys. Yeah, and he doesn't not, have like he's a, not quite as big as his name makes him seem. Yeah, yeah. That he's is, that's he's so like true. he's like has a career and a house, Sean. Can't afford a mortgage, yeah. Sean. Yeah. But he's not big, Sean. Mostly, pretty much, almost famous Sean. Yeah, because I think he, if you say if you say Big Sean, people are like, "Oh yeah, I know who Big Sean is." But no one, yeah. I've never met a person who listens to Big Sean. Yeah, he had. It was like maybe four or five years ago. He had some bigger. He was like, "I don't fuck with you." That kind oh, of song. That's big that was Sean. all over the place. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's one of those guys too. I feel like his voice is uh, unique enough where you can kind of tell. But yeah, he's got. He's one of those where you lose him in the, you know, the stream of all the other rappers that are sure. more pronounced than he is. You know, he just kind of had quality music at a time when music was good. And so he just kind yeah. of gets thrown into, you know, Holiday Inn is going and like all these Sean Kingston and Beautiful Girl is ripping. And you're, you just can't keep anything straight. And then I don't fuck with you. It just is part yeah. of the climate. Like, oh, it's that song from that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I've got a pretty good – well, I'll start with my second best Thanksgiving story that I can think of right now. Wow. Um, and it's my – it had to do with my cousin Brock. I'll say his name. 
fuck it. He he might listen to the podcast. You know what? Days. I don't fuck know. Brock. Fuck it, bro. That dude, and that's the mentality of my whole family. My fuck Brock. family. I'm a, yeah. On my mom's side, there are like 15 boys. I've got 15, 14 other male cousins. You already have. That's like twice the no. I probably have like 12 cousins total. Okay. So yeah, you have a lot of cousins then. Yeah, my my uh my mom's got four siblings and then they all had boys. And then my mom's only brother had the two girls that were there. So there's like nice. 15 boys in a total of the total of three girls. So a lot of male energy and everybody's mentality is fuck Brock because he's the youngest of the boys. So he's Damn. the youngest child. He's the baby of all of us boys. And Brock likes to come to family events with like technology. And he's like the young one. So we were always like, oh, get off your phone. You know, you're such a little millennial. Yeah. Even though my brother is TikToker, only like a year older. TikTok. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. He's always fucking showing up with a new Apple Watch or whatever. So one year on Thanksgiving, I got bored because my favorite cousin wasn't there who I would usually spend time, you know, either drinking or getting into shenanigans with. Yeah, so yeah. I was bored. So I said, we're going to play a little game called let's called where's Brock's iPhone. So essentially the game consisted of me um, stealing Brock's iPhone and then hiding it somewhere that um, around my grandma's house. And then I wrote out this intricate um, riddle, like a scavenger hunt with all these rhymes. And then I passed out the rhymes to my uncles and aunts. So that <laughs> each they he, he, I gave him the first clue. And then it said like, go to the guy with the ginger beard. And we always make fun of my cousin Ryan cause he's got a red beard, but brown hair. And so we that call him the suck. ginger beard that man. Sucks for Ryan. Yeah. That really yeah, does yeah. suck for Ryan. Yeah. Ryan hasn't been answering my phone calls lately. So I'm just going to put him on blast here, but he is the ginger beard man, and the rhyme had something to do with that. So it started with Ryan, and then Ryan's clue led to, you know, my Uncle Boyd or whatever. And the whole time, Brock was just so pissed because he didn't want to complete the scavenger hunt. Yeah. But yeah. he had to to get his phone back, and he just ended up <laughs> fucking suffering through it. And I, I, my brother and I were just having a blast with that. But um, nice, that dude. was, yeah, that was early on. What's your, do you have another one in the bank? Yeah. So, one year I, I killed my dog and then my grandpa died um, within three oh. days. I say I killed my dog. I, we put him to sleep, uh, so, you know, as which is inherently a really weird, selfish thing humans do. They're like, I cannot take the agony of waking up to you dead one day. So I'm going to control right. the situation and kill you. Dude, that's a really well way to. That's a good way to put it, though. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird, man. It's a weird concept. I didn't realize it was weird till I killed my dog myself, and I realized, wait, this has been so normalized, but it's kind of weird. So, uh, my brother came home. Also, my grandpa died like two days later, which is a, we'll get to that. All right. Um, and this was like the week before Thanksgiving, a week and a half before Thanksgiving, two or three years ago, and. It was just weird, man. My dog had been getting sick and sick and sick and then recovering. But then at a certain point, I just told my family, I, I group texted my family and said, uh, I don't think he's going to last the winter. I think that we should just pull the trigger. I know that he's like well loved by everybody, but I think it's the right thing to do for him right now. He's, you know, he's falling on the ice everywhere. He's, he's just not doing well. He's not eating. He's not comfortable. 
anytime he's alone, he has so much anxiety. He's howling. He's going blind. He can't hear any, you know, like it just came to be. Right. So the morning that it was going to happen, my brother and I were like, let's give him the best morning ever. We're going to take him to the dog park. We're going to let him eat like a McDonald's double cheeseburger. But then <laughs> here's the thing. We get to the dog park and he looks like a puppy again. He's oh, running shit. around. He's listening. He's he's being good and like listening to his like when we're like, hey, come here. He's come right there. He's like barking <laughs> at us. He's looking. It's almost like he knew that his he's time was com- his time was coming. Yeah. And said we're then yeah. with McDonald's. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never. And he's like, he's like, I can hear everything. I see everything just fine. I'm not yeah. sick at all. I love going yeah, up and yeah, downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then. Man. So oh, no. we get back to the house and we have to have this like really odd conversation where it's like, should we do this with my entire family? And we yeah. go, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. We have the appointment set up. So we all go into the vet. So when they kill your dog, they give it a shot, which makes him pass out like a sedative. Okay. And then they give him the poison that stops his heart. But first, there's like a 20-minute period where your dog just gets super fucked up as the sedative takes over his body. So so what happened was, now I'm laughing now, but it was tragic in the moment. What happened was he gets the sedative and he starts freaking the fuck out. We're in like a small room. He starts running around trying to find a way out, running, running, running in circles. He hasn't moved this much oh, in six months, dude. by the way. He's running around, running around, running around, running around. And then as he's running around, the sedative starts taking over. He starts falling oh. a little bit. And like it, it's like a drunk person, kind of, because he just starts getting like hammered, basically. That's what yeah. the sedative does. So then my brother clutches him and holds him and says, please go to sleep. And the dog finally gives up and goes to sleep oh. as my brother is holding him. The nurse comes in and gives him the shot that kills my dog. And uh, that's how my dog Dude, died. I killed, is, my do- I killed my dog. <laughs> that is the worst story I've ever heard. I know, but isn't Did, it kind of funny that he ran around the room? It's not funny, I guess. He but fought I, it, and your brother had to do an I Am Legend. It's, and, it's funny. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's funny how tragic it was. It's yeah. that's why it's funny to me. It's because oh this God. dog that I have loved more than any other dog, and like we were so tight. It's funny to me that he went in the like the worst experience possible happened. Yeah. It wasn't easy. It was just the worst oh. experience. Dude, did uh, you then, cry? Did you cry for like a week? Dude, my family was we were weeping. Oh my God, man. We were Just weeping all, in the room uh, with a dead dog in front of us. Oh, that, was, that was still warm. I touched him and he was still warm. Oh. Um, oh then you want to know something jet. stupid? <laughs> you have to pay for your dog's ashes. Oh, my God. Either Are you kidding me? If dude? you don't pay for your dog's ashes, they lump it in with all the other dead animals. Oh my god! But you can pay you... for the crematorium to do it separate. Isn't that wild? That is so fucked up. It makes a lot of sense, but wow, that is wow. really fucked up. So you have to pay. Oh, a couple days god. later, my grandpa dies. Oh, um, and this I is can't probably take... <laughs> this is probably the um, this is probably like the grandpa I spent the most time with. Like my other okay. grandpa, we spent time when I was younger, but like 
my fam, my parents and that that side of the family never got along as well as like my mom's side of the family. You know, like mm-hmm. we were always that's where we went for Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. So that was a big tragedy on the family. However, I felt like weirdly loose about it. I, I have this problem where I don't process death for years, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like I didn't even process like my uncle's death, but like that was a year before my grandpa died until like my grandpa died and all of a sudden I felt every death in my life, which is weird. Oh, okay. That's but, interesting. But I had to go back down to their hometown and um, they had moved into a small condo. So like I was staying in a, the shittiest hotel in America, which is the Viking Voyager in Reedsburg, Wisconsin. Oh, it is, boy. <laughs> hands down, half the room is cinder block brick on the wall. Like, the wall isn't even finished. It's just cinder block brick. It's been there since <laughs> I can remember. Uh, there's ashtrays in the hallways and elevators because oh they just God. haven't updated. The lobby of the hotel also doubles as a consignment shop for local things. So there's like at any time, like when we were there, there was like 15 pianos being sold by different air members of the community oh in the hotel. What the fuck? Uh, there's a super sick, um, super sick bar there called the Black Squirrel Lounge, which is a summer nice. club cocktail club, which is very Midwest, but it's the bartender's name is Ollie, and I think she got a job there when she was 16 and just never left and she smoked <laughs> cigarettes all day long. Oh uh, man. So I got, so naturally I got hammered, uh, the night before my grandpa's funeral, uh, and watching America's got talent on an old tube TV in the black squirrel lounge, which oh, closes at God. 10 by the way. Okay. And then I go back to the room. My brother shows up cause he had to drive from a different area of the country. Uh, and then he's like, maybe we can hit the hot tub. <laughs> And I'm hammered. I'm like, fuck yeah, we can hit the hot tub. <laughs> so we get in the hot tub. The hot tub water is like gelatinous. Like there's so much chlorine when you like pull your hand out. It's like thick. Oh, God. You're like, oh, God. But it's warm and nice. <laughs> yeah. And the janitor comes in. He goes, hey, pool's closing. And I'm like, I'm here for a funeral. And he goes, yeah, the pool's closing. And my oh, brother's my like, God. you can't just say you're here for a funeral and just get away with this yeah so funerals are weird i don't know if you have been to one uh yeah so then i wake up early the next day i go to get breakfast alone because i'm a fucking artist type and i do things like that you know and uh i hear these old guys talking shit about my grandpa because they all go to the funeral today and they stop for breakfast at the hotel restaurant because there's only two. And they were just like how he was oh, a cheapskate man. and a bad gambler. And it was perfect. It was honestly the perfect way to start a day, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, then we get all dressed up and go to the funeral. I ended up sitting next to my littlest cousin, second cousin. So like the, the son of one of my cousins named Riley. Maybe I shouldn't say his name because he's like seven now. I will uh, conceal his identity. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to, I don't know how to talk to kids. So I just asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up. And he just straight <laughs> up, he straight up just said a taxidermist. Uh, oh my God. Which immediately made him way creepier to me. He was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, taxidermist. And then he asked me, we're just asking each other's questions. He goes, would you rather kill yourself or murder someone? And I'm oh like, my what God. the fuck? And then his dad goes, that's not an appropriate question. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you for saving me. Your Jesus son wants Christ. to be a taxidermist. Um, 
And then, so I had to carry the body. Have you ever done that? No, dude. What? Don't. If anybody asks they make, you, they don't. Also, they don't ask you. They tell you day of, and you can't. They don't you can't make be like no. They make the family members do that. Yeah, man. My the big idea was all the grandsons would carry grandpa because there's like seven okay. of us, six of us. Fuck. So I got the end seat so there's three on each side and then i got the head and it's a really really weird thing because yeah i bet man. it starts off on a cart and you're just kind of pushing it and that's fine but my grandparents church there's like three flights of very steep stairs it's like built into a hill so there's like three flights of super steep stairs so when we start going down them i so like I'm on the back, right? So like they're super steep. So when, but you can't tilt the body. It's not a, it's not a couch. Oh. You gotta keep the body level. So I'm at like 90 degrees bent over trying to carry this body down the stairs because I'm on oh, top. Man. And it was yeah. so fun. If you looked at it from a side angle, it may be the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. A okay. fat man in a suit hunched 90 degrees carrying yeah. a body because i oh couldn't because it has to stay straight yeah it's got to be level oh my god dude. dude and then we go to put it in the hearse and we get it on the lip of the hearse and every cousin but me let's go and so all of a sudden it's like i have 450 pounds on me i'm barely struggling to get it in the hearse i finally get in the hearse and it was like emotional weight physical weight just lifted i was like okay i'm done with that finally i get in the car i'm closure my brother's crying and i he's like i can't do that again like it's a really heavy experience carrying a dead family member they're so heavy like and you've never had to do that before like and so that oh geez and then my brother's like i can't do that again and i go don't worry we don't have to do that again that's over and he goes how the fuck do you think it's getting to the grave site? And I'm like, oh shit, you're oh, so right. My God. <laughs> We've got round two coming down the bend right now. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Oh, so we go. <laughs> fuck. So we get to the the funerals, the graveyard funeral site. What the fuck? We get to the graveyard, and this is on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And uh, we get it to the grave area which is we i so i don't know why but like i was holding it really far up in the air and so i finished and my cousin's like why were you holding it up in the air so much and i'm like don't judge me right now i don't get yeah. out of here tom so then he's a veteran so they did a three gun salute which is kind of cool okay. but all the veterans were like maybe 95 average age and they like play taps you know what taps is yep, yep. and uh <laughs> None of them shoot the guns on time. Like they, they're supposed to shoot. <laughs> they was like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> and then it was like, dun, dun, dun. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> it was like never. It's supposed to be all it's together, supposed to be in sync. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. never in sync. So I'm just like fucking. I'm like laughing because I. The only way I know how to cope with emotions is to make fun of things. So I'm like, right. It's like a super somber moment. I mean, we're talking cold November day. It's like foggy a little bit because it had just like rain the day before and it's cold now so like condensation and like it's like this picturesque everyone's huddled for warmth and taps is playing there's a trumpeter there playing and it's amazing 
And then these guys can't get the fucking bullets on sync. And it's so fucking funny. And I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm like laughing a little bit. And then afterwards, my mom made this big stink about oh, going to collect fuck. the bullet shells from the salute. Oh, no. She's like, you're going to want those. You're going to want those for your grand, for your kids, grandpas. And I'm like, I don't want to go over there and, and pick through the grass, mom. Like, everyone's just coping in different ways. <laughs> like, she's trying to be a mom, and I'm like, I don't want to go pick you're through like the grass trying right not, You're like trying not to chuckle at the Yeah, it was offbeat. so weird. Finally, the funeral's over, and Holy shit. they had, like, a luncheon. Okay. We got through that. Nothing weird happened at that. My uncle came from a, the other side of the family. We were happy to see him. I didn't think he'd be there. That's the only thing that happened notable there. Then we go back to the hotel, and the whole family's staying there, so we decide to all get to have a party in Uncle Jim's room. Hell yeah. Because I guess that's what you do, you know? Yeah. And it was weird because I like talked to, I don't really see my cousins a lot. So I like talked to them as if they were humans. I don't know if you ever experienced this, but have you ever seen like, you think about how your cousins look and then once in a while you see them and you don't recognize them really? Like they've changed yeah. a little bit. And so you see For a them second. and you're like, oh, I don't recognize this person. That's how it was. Like I felt like a fo- it was foreign to me. Yeah, so I totally know what you mean. My brother and I were sharing a room. He got really fucked up because he's very performative. So he was doing shots of tequila because he wanted to be like a big man with the uncles, you know? Like, okay, yeah. They got him fucked up. Uh, his fiance was there, now his wife. Um, so he started throwing up. Oh, boy. And I just couldn't handle that. So I'm like, I'm leaving the room. I have to make a phone call. I didn't have to make a phone call. Um. And so I went and found a bar next to the, <laughs> I went to the bowling alley next to the hotel. Oh uh, and it was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which I don't know if it's like this where you grew up, but everyone in town goes out and reconnects. Absolutely. Absolutely. It so is. the bar was hopping and I yeah, walked right. in there. You know what? Fresco grieving and not giving a fuck. Dangerous man. Dangerous, yeah, I man. believe that. I tried I hooking that. up with this divorcee at one point. She oh wasn't having God. it. Oh, uh, my God. But then here's the end of the story. That's it's the, the best part of the story. I met a man named Hector who could barely speak English. He was Mexican. <laughs> All right. Uh, and he ended up just sitting next to me. And we were talking and like his broken English and my very broken Spanish, like only taking two years of it in high school. We ended up just being very good buddies. Buy each other beers back and forth. We then went out and just chain smoked cigarettes because I'm fucking depressed. It's Thanksgiving the next day. And uh, we ended up talking. His grandma had just died. So, like, we talked about, like, life and death in, like, very broken communication terms. It was, like, the most beautiful moment, I think, in one of the most beautiful, genuine moments of travel in my life was meeting Hector. Uh, and that was probably, that's probably my favorite Thanksgiving just because it was so different. Yeah, dude. And it that was, is... it was all so funny to me. Like it, yeah. yes, it was tragic, but like that, it was so the comedy of life, how things were yeah. just weird and didn't work out well. And things were kept, things were going wrong. I just, it was just so funny. Yeah. That is an incredible and off like awful story that was but that's hilarious life. right 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 it was 
I'm I'm glad you have that, but you know, you know, keep that with you for a while, but don't share that with many people. I wrote a screenplay. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I like I really like the Hector story, and I like that as a conclusion to the story. I feel like it really brings everything home because, you know, starting off with your dog, that that was pretty rough to get through. Yeah. I got to let you there. It, that actually wasn't the last part of the story. I walked back. I was like a two block walk. No, this is a beautiful ending after Hector. It's two in the morning. He sends me home with a roadie sig. It's cold. So I put on shuffle on my phone on Spotify. The song called the strangest thing by the band, the war on drugs comes on. And at this point I've decided I'm going to play this at the end of the episode. And a light snow falls. And I walked home smoking a cigarette, walked back to the hotel, smoking a cigarette, listening to a song. And it was like the craziest, just cumulative, like almost out of body experience I've had. Mm -hmm. And it was just beautiful and peaceful. And yeah, that's the true ending of the story. It was just, I had this wonderful, I'm going to play that song at the end of the episode. No one's going to listen to this where they're going to sue me. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. I've had a few of those moments, and I feel like they always are enhanced by cigarettes, too. It always feels always more some surreal. some type of chemical. But I've also had those moments where, like, it wasn't drugs or alcohol. But it, usually there is a sensory thing going on. There were just moments when I was smoking cigarettes where it would be like, it made me more reflective. It made me feel more like I was in a movie because you'd because of the cigarettes it kind of puts just a third like, person camera on you yeah yep yeah, and it's maybe because you're like in a point where you're, you're just probably not in a good you know it's a good state where you're like why am i smoking cigarettes well How i think cigarettes with cigarettes <laughs> allow and i think them telling us cigarettes are bad our whole lives was not good for mark for trying to market against cigarettes they should have told us some of the things that cigarettes do which is yeah there are many negative things but there are some good things as well Mm-hmm. I think what a cigarette does when you're a cigarette smoker, especially, is um, very similar to like how you feel when you eat for some people. Um, cigarette smoking, when you have a cigarette, it's a safe space because you know that you have 10 minutes, you've allotted that time, you can't do anything else but smoke the cigarette, so it punctuates your day. It, it takes you out of your, yourself. You know, that because, because it, it. It, it lets you be present because there's nothing else you can think about but smoking the cigarette. You know, maybe you're thinking about other things, yeah. but it gives you the time and the freedom to not do worry about anything else, really. It punctuates the day. I, yeah. I like that. I like that term a lot. It does, man. And, and when you smoke at the same time every day. You, that's where the addiction that's comes where in. the habits start happening you sit yeah. there you may be you may have a full stomach for me after a nice big plate of pasta smoke a cigarette and you after just a nice big plate of pasta just a yeah dude after a big seriously man after a big dinner specifically spaghetti or something you smoke the cigarette and everything just kind of starts coming together you're it's like that your is stomach wild, is thanking you for the extra help to digest all those carbs and your brain is just like in, you know, reflection mode, you know, man, yeah. I got a big old bowl of pasta and I just got to sit here and think. I don't think I eat a lot of bowls of pasta. You big pasta guy. Big pasta guy. Cause 
pasta was cheap and easy, and that's really what I needed. Yeah, for a long time. Is, it is cheap and easy. I don't like how I don't like draining the pasta. Okay, I I get scared of boiling water. Oh, it's about the boiling water. I thought you were gonna say it was about like the squishy noises that it makes. I don't give a shit about that. Hey, how much time is left on the podcast? Two minutes. Oh, okay. Um, Why? What's up? My one of my friends came out as gay to his family during the Thanksgiving prayer. <laughs> oh my god! I, we should try to get him on. He would. He's. It's this is the most incredible story, but. He waited till not Thanksgiving, but during the Thanksgiving family <laughs> prayer, everyone's hand in hand. And he just, and she, his grandma was like, does anyone have any thoughts or anything they want to say that they're thankful for? And he just goes, I'm gay. <laughs> that is incredible. I know. I want to, hopefully. We how do you, how did they react? Grandma, do you know? His, his grandma started crying. Oh my God! Why would you do it then? He's—I don't know. I—I w- I would love to know. I mean, part of it has to do with like, he's incredibly—he's a performer. He's a hilarious person. I'm sure that he wanted to have a good story with it, but maybe he just felt a calling. I don't know. I mean, can you imagine that making your grandma cry? I came out as a singer to my family, and it was. <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine. Right? I can't imagine. Oh my god. Especially yeah, like Midwest families. Dude, yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll try to get him on. He's he's one of my favorite people. He's Scorpio. Damn. Well, till next time, wanna be uh have a great Thanksgiving, all right, buddy? Yeah, have a happy Thanksgiving, you too, man. Have a happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. Yeah, we'll see you next time on Fresco Savage, live from the interdimensional bedroom, dog.